0: The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I am a certified sex educator. I identify as chaotically gay. And um, Casey, what's the difference between getting circumcised and getting a divorce?
1: <laughs> um, there, there is really, really isn't any difference because they both cut a piece of your meat. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, when you get divorced, you get rid of the whole prick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Instead of just the extra skin. Listen. Just
0: the little tip.
1: (laughs) Divorce is such a blessing sometimes.
0: (laughs) Girl, I swear. I feel like divorce is so underrated. Oh, my. And marriage is so
1: overrated. Like, oh, my God. Preach. (laughs) You can go through so much. And you're saying that?
0: you're saying that to an ordained minister. I'm an
1: ordained like, minister too and look, I, I was married yeah, exactly. for five years um, and it was, I mean, like when we started out, I mean, we was fucking every day. Like, I, we didn't have sex until we got married and so Ooh. when we got married, it was like crazy. We was fucking just every day. I was, was, I was like, in oh in my God, bedroom, okay, huh? can I get a break because, you know, this is a little <laughs> bit too much. <laughs>
0: get the gatorade get the power bars i
1: mean i guess he he was like you kept me on punishment for so damn long i'm gonna need that pussy all night every day let's go like for the first 30 days definitely for the first 30 days Uh,
0: and then somewhere down the road you just got tired of the dick well
1: and it wasn't that the dick was bad you people would think that you wait and then the dick might be trash but the dick was good um i just it wasn't a a connection there wasn't no intimacy so um Mm. when i don't like you no more my pussy start stop getting wet it it,
0: start drying up
1: listen that when we when we got divorced i knew it was over when we was having sex and i was thinking about him telling me he hated me before and my pussy was just like girl why is you even doing this and i was like i don't know and it just was like shut down why am i
0: in this Mm. (laughs) and and from there on it was just
1: downhill (laughs)
0: We're getting so deep into the tea right now. I totally forgot to introduce you to the audience. (laughs) So, um, Casey, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to us first before we start having a little kiki?
1: My name is Dr. Casey. I am a um, certified life coach. I'm an ordained minister. I um, I have two children. I have a degree in a bachelor's degree in applied management with the emphasis of psychology. So I'm really into um, human behavior and helping people grow. So um, but I also love talking about sex. So, you know, that's me. I am an open book. Um, I've gone through a lot in life. So I like sharing my story and how I've grown.
0: Yeah, girl, I was reading your biography, and I'm gonna put that in the show notes so that the audience can read it, but, like, damn, girl, you've lived a goddamn life. I thought I lived a life, because, like, I am, like, what? I'm 28 as of this recording, but I've slept with at least... Over a thousand men at this point, so I thought that was. I know, girl. I mean, I've had my share. I
1: don't even. I if somebody asks me what my body count number is, I really don't know. Not Um, that like a body body count number matters, (laughs)
0: but like you know. (laughs) Uh,
1: I mean, I've had more guy friends than I've had sex partners. But everybody used to always think I was fucking everybody because I used to hang out, and that wasn't the case. But I have, you know, had my share. (laughs)
0: We've all had our share. That's it. We get a little taste of men here and there, and we're just, like, enjoying the little desserts that come with it.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. The dessert.
0: Right? The dessert. Tossing my salad. Um, No, so, uh, Dr. Casey, I I wanted to bring you on here because there's this one aspect of life, love, sex, that we don't normally talk about, which is, like, Divorce or like breakups, essentially. And uh, that's what—that's why I told that joke earlier because that's what we're going to talk about today, right? All about divorce, life, love, and sex after this big split happened. So um, if you're okay to spill the tea on your own personal story of divorce, could you share that with us?
1: Okay, so um, again, we were met at in Atlanta and uh at a club well it wasn't a club it was at Dave and Buster's but back in the day they used to have a club <laughs> night so I met him and I wasn't going to talk to him but then like he gave me his number and me and my friend had went on about our business he circled back around like hey I want to make sure that this is the right number and he called me which should have been a yellow flag um and then I really wasn't attracted to him because he talked like an old man and it was just other stuff. Um, So, eventually, I was like, okay, he wanted to take me out all the time. So, I was like, okay, well, I'm trying to change the type of guys that I'm going to date because I don't want to date dope boys no more. So, let me get this nice guy a try. And um, he became everything that I wanted. We end up getting married. Um, We moved to Phoenix for a little while, moved to Orlando um, area. and then, um, But we used to argue a lot. We had physical fights um, where to the point to where I used to talk about it in therapy. So I was learning my triggers because I have PTSD as a war veteran. So when I get upset, I kind of, you know, like go from zero to a hundred real quick. And, um, Mm. so in therapy, I was learning to stop doing my antics and we would fight. So about time we got to Orlando to move, um, we had already talked about divorce because one day, we were talking about something, and um, I think my son was trying to climb on a glass table. And I was like, get out! I'm going to whoop your butt. And he just was like, shut up. And I was like, shut up. Like, nigga, who the hell are you talking to? Like, But we was in front of his family. So I was like, I, I just was kind of like, okay, I, I see where this is going. And when we get back home, I was like, I wanted a divorce. But we had a kid, just had a baby. I was like, so I'm going to make it work. I did everything that I could to change myself. But when it came down to it, it just wouldn't work. He was betraying me, talking behind my back. Some stuff had happened in my family. And instead of standing with me or standing up for me, he was talking bad about me to my family like nobody was going to ever come and tell me. Ew, that's not cute. Oh oh my God, it was so crazy. But I only believed it from the person that told me because I had went through his phone and he had talked to one of my friends and was telling her how I had did something wrong. Just something that is disloyal in my book. I would never go and tell, you know, try to make my husband look bad to somebody else knowing that, you know, that's my spouse. So when our fifth anniversary came up and it was time to have sex and we was getting ready i mean we had just bought a house and things were good like you know financially good we had bought our first home together you know and after i heard about the conversations that were had behind my back i was like you know what i gotta go <laughs> like i we had sex that day of our anniversary and my coochie was like, bitch, if you don't leave this nigga alone, <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know, he, he don't even, you know, like, and I should shut down. And that day I was on my phone scrolling through an old call log, trying to find somebody's number that I used to fuck. And from there, it just kept dwindling. And eventually, um, I got a call. Something else had happened that he had said. And, I was just like, I'm out. Like, in Florida, you can get a divorce in 20 days. And we was actually moving the day that I was like, I want a divorce. And if you don't do it.
0: 20 days? God damn.
1: In Florida, if if it's uncontested, meaning they don't, a contest then it's 20 days. If it's contested it's 75, but you're still gonna get your divorce. So that's why I came to him like, hey, you know,
0: this yeah, is the Jesus. thing.
1: I'm 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 paying my way out of this. It I'm not gonna ask you for this. I'm not gonna do this, but let's get a divorce. And then we went to the divorce attorney and he was fake crying like but no fucking tears. Fake
0: crying. <laughs> like, there was
1: no damn tears. And I was like so and then he asked a weird question like if something happened to her then what happened to the kids and my attorney was like uh that was a little bit strange so and then from there I just cut all ties. and I was talking to his cousin on the phone like hey you know this is what's going on this is the things that we've experienced and I'm just tired and I was gonna stay and she was like girl don't do that look up abuse and I started looking up mental abuse and all of that and it was like damn and then I was like bruh I'm gonna need all my bank cards back and here I'll take you wherever you need to go here's three hundred dollars and about your business and because i was the breadwinner i almost had to play, pay alimony but thankfully i was in florida so i skipped all of that
0: <laughs> <laughs> damn holy shit that is wow that was wild um that was a lot so i want to unpack that little by little let's start with like um, so you, when did you know first that I'm going to marry this guy. Like, what was the emotion that was going on through your head from like the date to like the engagement the the wedding? Like, how did you know that I'm going to put a ring on it?
1: I didn't. Um, I don't think that I got married for the right reasons. I was in church and in church. Oh, the only thing that is next is you know you got to be in church and then you single and then you can't talk to a guy can't do nothing until you get married so it was one of those things that um i remember when we got engaged we were driving to ohio but i had like the type of person that i am i don't just date you and i'm off the market i'm not really off the market until i got a ring on my finger so you know it's <laughs> like i mean i'm not going to date anybody else i'm not fucking like just to be but I'm not technically yours (laughs) until it's something solid. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. it just happened and my family wasn't sure about it. It was a lot of red flags, even in that, that I should have been like, and then I tried to leave at one point I did, we got into it and he fake cried. But at that point I thought them was real tears. And um, Mm -hmm. I stayed and I'm not uh, regretting that, that I stayed because I have two children that are really intelligent and beautiful, (laughs) but it was definitely an experience. Marriage is a lot. It's better if you know the person and become friends, though, first.
0: Mm-hmm. But you, like, totally rushed into this. Yeah. With just, like, oh, eh, oh. whatever. Oh, okay.
1: It, within Damn. a year, we was engaged for a year before we got, um, well, we knew each other for a year. We were engaged for about seven or eight months before we got married and um it was cool like i said we didn't have we didn't kiss like the first time he saw my legs we was in ohio and i was like oh my god you're seeing my legs what are you doing
0: (laughs) Ooh, that is a hot kneecap oh my god
1: but i was someone
0: (laughs) shaved
1: i was so religious at the time that i was just just The thing was, I knew I I like sex. I love dick. Oh, my God. It's just so amazing. Oh,
0: my God. I wish I had some dick in me right now. Actually, you know what? I'm going to book a dick appointment right after this recording.
1: If I wasn't Mm. celibate, I would be booking a dick appointment. But because because I like sex so much, the thing was, is if he made me feel like I was going to have sex with him, I was going to stop messing with him. So we didn't kiss. We didn't hug. We didn't do anything. And sex was good when we finally had sex. But the first time we kissed was at the altar. So, I mean. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. So, so
0: like, even in dates, you didn't even kiss? Nope. Damn, I don't know if I could do that. I did it. Mean, I did it my by first the book kiss is a blowjob, right? So. <laughs> right.
1: I did it by the book, but I would <sighs> never ever do that shit again. I would never, um, not because of anything bad, but it showed me that it doesn't work. You can do everything that they tell you to do in the Bible and religion. That shit don't guarantee <sighs> nothing. That don't like. I just proved no. their story wrong.
0: <laughs> nothing is ever guaranteed, especially when it comes to men. Ugh, right? Gross. <laughs> Okay, so you, like, went straight into marriage. Um, you're on nuptial bliss, yada, yada, yada. Uh, 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 and... we was
1: arguing on our honeymoon.
0: Oh, you were arguing? Holy shit. Yeah, we oh, had I an totally argument on the honeymoon. Wait,
1: what? We had an argument, like, on the honeymoon. I don't even know what it was. Like, we used to argue about stupid stuff. Like, he didn't like for me to be right. Like, if I was too smart, then, like, when I started changing, I started dumbing myself down, started speaking up less, started letting him be right just because it was like, uh, I don't feel like fighting. So you just, okay, whatever you say, you know. So
0: Ew, what a fucking baby.
1: (laughs) Really, honestly. (laughs) You said it, I didn't. what the fuck.
0: Girl, you married a man child. He's probably wearing diapers at your wedding. You know (laughs) what my song was Um,
1: at the end of it? It was right when K Michelle came out with "Can't Raise a Man." I was like, "Yeah, girl, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, girl, yeah." He get older, yes, bitch, yes, bitch. (laughs) I was (laughs) that that song helped me coast right on through that because I was like, "Girl, you speaking my truth." (laughs)
0: I'm dead. Well, okay, so an argument isn't necessarily like a red flag for divorce, but like what were some of those other red flags that you were picking up on that was like, okay, maybe it's time we part ways from here?
1: Um, really honestly, there is one specific argument. We was going to um, a store super center and um we were in the parking lot and he was wanting to turn the music on and I was wanting to turn the music off. Or, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, bitch, something, something, something. And I was like, bitch, like, damn. Like, that's how you feel. Ew, he
0: called you a, a bitch?
1: This would normally be a red flag. But, you know, in church, they tell you, you know, forgive. Things gonna happen. And, you know, it's really like, they make you passive a little bit. So, I was just like, uh, mm. we just stuck through it. But we was fighting and stuff and everything, like... We just had a lot. It, he's not a bad person. He just wasn't right for me because I couldn't be myself.
0: Nah, he sounds like a total piece of shit. Sorry, but um, yuck.
1: I will not That's disagree, gross. but you know, hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me his name, where he lives. I'm going to cut his dick off so he never treats uh, well, nope, another nope, woman nope, like that. He's ever again.
1: married and I am so happy nope. for him. Listen, I prayed for him to get a new wife because I was like, I don't want him to damn be harassing <laughs> me all my life.
0: Girl, I wish I was as compassionate as you because I still have so much resentment for all the men that have done me wrong. I wish them all nothing but suffering. I want them to die horribly and slowly. No, I'm kidding. I'm not that bitter. But, um, geez, like...
1: I mean, Ah, I just feel like in order for me to be able to move on, he needs to be happy because he I mean, like it was some stalkerish type of behavior for a while. So I'm just happy that he's happy. So now I can move on. Like if I can, if like he was
0: stalking you.
1: I mean, to the point to where one of his friends, I'm giving all the teach out, one of his friends emailed me like, hey, you need to watch out because he's been trying to, you know, going over to your house. And he's like, one time he emailed me or text me the apartment number of the address of somebody I was staying with that I did not tell him I was at. Like, how do you know the apartment like it was crazy but it i I am very precautious now i have cameras all around my house and i keep my gun with me okay (laughs) my 380 is my friend you got the nest
0: cameras installed yeah 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 yeah. mm -hmm. no seriously men will truly do everything except go to therapy that is so fucking wild um let me tell you a quick little story i have a girlfriend she's like my ride or die she told me about this one time where she blocked this guy from everything like all social media blocked this number on iMessage everything and the only way he wanted to contact her or the only way he could contact her was sending her money like e-transfer and then a message in like the memo so he was desperate a little desperate right girl that's when you know the coochie's real good
1: Part of why i'm celibate like six years celibacy is not just because i, I, I can't find some dick I, i've had a couple of guys become violent or stalkerish because i didn't want to fuck them no more so i was like if this pussy make a nigga want to attack me then i need to keep this pussy in the box until i find somebody i want to give it yeah. to
0: yeah Damn, girl, I'm kind of jealous of your coochie right now because if it's that good, it's gonna make men fight. It's gonna start wars.
1: Girl. Oh my gosh! I mean, I it tastes pretty good. I mean, I I, <laughs> I like it. Feels over good here,
0: to me. over here in Toronto, girl. Over here in Toronto, my bussy is the gorilla grip of bussies. It will. Fully cut circulation off any guy's dick that goes inside of it. Um,
1: (laughs) Look, I I get fucked in the ass before, so I I love it. I I understand it. And listen, it's an amazing feeling. I love Mm -hmm. it.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's great. No, but um, celibacy for six years after this, this is wild to me. Because I am a huge cum dump. I am a slut. I am a whore. I want to be stretched out in all the ways. So... (laughs) It's hard for me to imagine to not have sex for over six years. I, I don't mean to sound like I'm on the offense because I don't know how else to like ask, but like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> like, what purpose does it serve to be celibate for that long?
1: Right now, I, I'm I'm kind of scared to have sex with somebody because of the reaction that I get if I if I give it to somebody and they get violent, then I I just would prefer okay to preserve yeah. so it. personal safety. Um, but also, I mean, I was with somebody and we was fucking around, but after I got finished with him, like I just wanted to be by myself. I wanted to learn myself so I could be ready for whatever was gonna really come into my life. So. Um, it's not easy. Like I want some dick, but like in order for me to manage, I, I am, I'm into lesbian porn. Um, I think that it's the hottest thing mm-hmm. out because really, if I watch. A bitch get fucked and i am seeing dick i am going to go out and find me some dick so i don't want to just find <laughs> some dick I, I want a relationship i want somebody that i can build with so i can't just watch dick all the time because i my mouth would be watering and shit like watering. oh my god <laughs> I'm watering, thinking about it right
0: now. God damn. Girl, me too. I am so thirsty. I am so fucking horny. Um, no, okay, I totally get it. But, like, you have urges, right? But there are days when you just want something inside of you. So how do you handle that with celibacy?
1: I don't like dildos. Um, So I really don't... Ha- I haven't had any real insertion in a long time. Okay, so but. I had a hysterectomy a few years ago, like in the midst of me being celibate, so... It's kind of like, um, I just hadn't done it. I, I, after, if I don't get close to a nigga, if, if I don't get close to somebody, then I won't want to fuck. So when guys try to holler at me, I normally run off, you know, like I jump in my car real quick or, Oh, <laughs> no, thank you. Like, you know, and I'm very <laughs> polite because I've learned to be polite when I turn guys down because they will assault you or get mad or whatever. So I'm always, ah, Oh no. <laughs>
0: Which is so stupid. Guys have like the most fragile egos. They cannot take rejection because you got to let them down slowly. Why is it so hard for them to just be like, oh, that's a no. Okay, peace. So we have to be like, no. Baby.
1: Most men never learn emotional intelligence or to deal with any type of emotions. They're, they're told to bottle them or reject what they feel. So they just never learn.
0: Yeah. Why do you think that is?
1: stereotypical like you know men are supposed to be hard so they most guys if they are any way um, emotional then they're called soft or feminine or you know they be the butt of all jokes because they may cry you know what i'm saying or they may show like they care and then that makes men shut down even more or you can get a man that's in a relationship or have a, a mother that You know, makes them feel demeaned, or like they can't. If they do that, then you know the man eaters—they emasculate men, and then when a man gets broken, it's hard to repair him because he's scared. Like just same way that I'm scared to give my pussy away. Is the same way men are scared to give their emotions away, especially if they've been hurt. Then they'd be like, fuck these bitches. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking out of hoes. Sometimes that's why bitches fuck a whole lot of niggas. Like, you know.
0: I I totally understand. But it's just like, it's so weird because like, I've never been straight my entire life. Thank God. Um, So a straight guy being called gay, being called a woman or girly. Why is that like the worst? possible thing that you can call them it doesn't click in my head that's like i what's can't wrong explain with, being gay? What's wrong with being what, early?
1: um it's it's just the way that society it, it's more society than anything else it's just like um it used to be you couldn't watch porn or things the shit that you see now you couldn't see back then so anything that was opposite of masculine or um, extreme feminism is was like bad where even you remember I used to watch Ellen when she had her sitcom like way back when like they they was mad. She got fired because she came out of the closet as being gay. So it wasn't just about women. It was anything that was opposite of the structure that has been set up really by religion.
0: We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hello all my little sluts! It's me, Mama Slut! Hope you're enjoying this show so far. I just wanted to hop on here real quick to let you in on a sexy little deal. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do, only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to DaleCuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com and use code sex with TIM at checkout for twenty-five percent off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. Twenty-five percent off. And cherry on top. Free shipping oh my god. <laughs> I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me and Girl, mm, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train, I'm just like, oh, uh, oh thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalekuda.com with the code sexedwithtim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, Annie. Hey, you disgusting pervs. We all like sex toys, right? Nipple clamps, vibrators, masturbators, oh my. Good For Her has one of the best selection of sex toys, learning resources, online workshops, and gender expression materials you can't find anywhere else. Go to goodforher.com and use code SEXHEADWITHTIM10 for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. That's G-O-O-D-F-O-R-H-E-R dot com and the code sexedwithtim t h t i m one zero at checkout for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. And they ship worldwide. Trans-inclusive, feminist, and pleasure-focused, Good For Her has been doing the Lord's work since 1997, bringing you everything you need to get that... Uh... Uh... Uh. the show is about to begin yes yeah no it's so it's so weird how like you know fragile guys are like go go find a therapist sweetie and then we can start you know dating a little bit
1: isn't but it's, it's really honestly everybody even when you think about because sex is so taboo that even if you like something different people look at you like you're crazy so you know everything is taboo based on these unwritten well written standards that we are supposed to live um and if we don't live like in this box then we we you know we're not getting into heaven but come on
0: I would love to go to hell if little Nas X was there with me, with the threesome with Satan. I I don't want to go to
1: hell for nobody. I I, I, I think it's a concept (laughs) of a mind, (laughs) but I don't love nobody enough to burn forever. I'm just saying just imagine oh, having ha- burning your genitals burning forever and that's what you want to experience
0: that's my happy place because i love me some good kink some good genital torture some bdsm
1: oh my god see Yo, that's I, gonna be heaven for me <laughs>
0: <See>? <laughs> oh no i said dr casey in a coughing fit
1: <laughs> i don't get into rough sex but I love sex so much. Like I fantasize all the time and with celibacy, it's just really me staying away from guys. Like if I don't get to know nobody, then I won't like somebody enough to fuck them. Like I got to know you to, you know, be attracted to you to want to fuck you. Like if it's no emotional connection for me, I, I, it just won't, it won't hit for nothing. Oh no,
0: I totally understand that because it's like, you need to kind of like get into their head a little bit. You kind of want to know a little more, um,
1: I mean, now if a, I'm drunk, a, a more
0: intimate side.
1: <laughs> I now, if I I've mean, had a few drinks, you, know you might get me. So that's why I don't drink around everybody either. Because listen, I know that my pussy would be like, "Hey, girl, oh, he' fine. You sure you want to prance on over there? <laughs> you know." So I your
0: labia is just like flapping her, yeah, like, her lips ooh, over, ooh, like, ooh, come, ooh, girl, ooh, come, come on, girl, come on,
1: come on, come on. Oh yeah, whoa. Okay, hold on. Jeez, even hey. if they're
0: so fucking ugly.
1: See, well, no, I don't know about that. If I don't know you, you gotta look oh. like something. <laughs> you know, at least be somewhat attractive. But, um, like, it, well, even if the with fantasy, a big dick, come on. See, too big is Like, I've, I when I was in the <laughs> army, listen. When I was in the army, I fucked a nigga that split my pussy. So I, I'm not with the whole too big because too big is dangerous. You know, that shit. I've seen some dicks that was like 12 inches and more. Like, listen, you're not about to fuck my insides up with that. There's bitches with no walls that that's for. Like they talk about people with no walls. They for the king dick. That's what that is. <laughs>
0: Listen, I have been barbecued like meat at a Brazilian steakhouse. I totally understand the need to be like, rearrange my guts, daddy, or like, you know, destroy my insides. I get it.
1: Mm. I cannot wait to have sex. I know, listen, I want to I wanna get married or get into a very committed relationship so I can be the wildest person that I've ever been i want to like if he want to cheat then let's fuck some bitches together i ain't gay i've never been bisexual <laughs> now i love looking at women i think women are beautiful um and i love lesbian porn i even mm-hmm. like um uh, when i watch trans women like i don't know with the the women with trans the, porn oh my god women mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. with like i don't know the proper terminology but it's to fine, see men the, the, with, the like, breasts,
0: vulva, with, women with oh, a penis, oh, I yeah, seen, yeah.
1: i seen that for the first time the other day, and I was like, wow, this is very, wow. But I, I do have a thing for uh, men with breasts or the women with mm-hmm. penises. Um, I, I think mm-hmm. that it's fascinating. I like dick, and then I think boobs are, are amazing. So it's like, oh, and then you the get the best, best of both worlds. worlds. Yes, I was mm-hmm. like, oh. yes.
0: That gets oh my pussy God. Way. Honestly, I wish sometimes I could like detach my butthole and put a vagina in there so I don't have to douche or anything. I wish my genitals were like Lego pieces, you know, just like I can leave the house without it. Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can put on a bigger one if I want and then a smaller one if I want, you know, literally. Make it on my the life situation. so much easier. <laughs> exactly. So, let's talk about the main part of this episode, which is after the fact that you've um, split uh, part ways and whatever, breakup. Have you found it difficult to, like, get back out there again? Like, just at least go on dates?
1: Yes. Well, I because I'm celibate, I don't allow myself to get to know anybody. So, I'm more reluctant to go on dates. And I want it to be natural. So, like, I met a guy um, at a gas station not far from my house. He told me he lived in an area that spooked me because I don't want nobody stalking me if they live too close. Um, but then um, he started, I can't wait till we get to know each other better and see what more we got in common. And it was just like, pump your brakes. You know, like let it just happen. Don't, you know what I'm saying, try to force it or anticipate it because that's making me feel like you're a little bit too eager. And I follow him on social media so I could cause. I need to know a little bit about a person before I'm willing to let them in because you might post something on social media that shows me something about you that may ag- disagree with who I am. So it's hard. I, I don't know how to date. Um, I'm, I'm reluctant to really give somebody an opportunity. I'm, I'm scared. I, I don't want to experience what I experienced in my marriage ever again. I don't want to walk on eggshells. So I got to be able to know I can trust somebody with my whole life. I want to submit, I'm one of them I'm a bitch that I want to submit I want you to tell me what I can do But I need to know that I can trust you Because if I'm with you Like I'm a walking blessing Like people fuck with me and their life get better You know what I'm saying So, And then I got good pussy Like damn, like you gotta come with something So it's, it's just hard Because I don't know My ex-husband He was not who he depicted himself to be He presented somebody else His representative was like perfect you know what i'm saying church going guy and the person he was on the inside was something totally different so now i'm kind of like are you really who you say you are let me watch you for a while so i can see um but i don't know what's have, somebody get me! It's but gonna be lucky. But you've at least
0: been on a date, right? You've at least been on one or two dates here and there after divorce. I was, I was divorce. fucking
1: with somebody. Like I was, I was having a whole situation after I got divorced. Um, like I needed, I did have a moment of play where the guy that I was texting or trying to find number on my anniversary, I end up linking up with him, and we fucked around for a long time until my pussy started getting dry, and then I was like, damn. Uh, <laughs> And then he was telling me he wanted me to die because I didn't want to fuck him no more. And then I was like, well, nigga, you want me to die? Like, damn, that's extreme. Like, he called me a bitch. And that's then, a little much. Because I don't want to fuck? And then he was like, well, I'll try you again in a couple of months. I mean, literally, no. If I Once I'm turned off, there is no turning me back on. Like, once I see certain things, it's hard for me to erase that from my head.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. I have the same like um experience when it comes to guys that want to fuck this bussy they're like oh come on babe when are you gonna come over again i'm like i'm busy hold the fuck on it's like fuck man i'm gonna kill myself if i don't get to fuck you i'm like good <laughs> right <laughs>
1: like go uh, it, it sounds like you got more personal problems so i don't i don't i don't want no stock it's it's hard look it is hard because mm-hmm, i want some mm-hmm. dick like i need some dick like Really, really bad. (laughs) And I want to be a freak. I want to go places. I want to, but, and then I have children because my children are like 11 and 12 now. I am kind of reserved about dating so that I can be there for them. Like it's hard to have a life outside of having children because children require a lot. And, you know, like, I don't want to be where I'm putting my children off on other people or, you know, leaving them behind a man. Like that's just not my thing. So I figure. Once they get about right. two or three more years from now, um, hopefully I get some dick before then, but um, <laughs> in two or three more years, when they're older and I can leave and, you know, jet out and I can leave them at home and know that they're good, then it'll be different. Then I'll be able to date without thinking, well, I ain't got nobody to watch my children. My ex-husband is a hater. His ass, you know, you know, you know niggas don't be wanting to get the kids because they be thinking, like, she going to get some dick, so... <laughs>
0: Would you ever go on a date with someone that's single or like another divorcee, so like you have something in common?
1: My fantasy would be a man that has children um, that is divorced. Um, I do not necessarily want to be with somebody that's been divorced two or three or four times because niggas, something is wrong. (laughs) You need to address some issues with The common
0: denominator is you, sweetie.
1: So um, I want somebody that has been, because if you've been married before, then you know the seriousness of marriage. I wouldn't be opposed to somebody that hadn't been married before, but my preference is for you to know what this means to me so we can give the same type of energy but anybody can give that energy i'm not i'm open but like um if you don't know about having kids then you might not be able to accept you know how i am with my children and if you want more kids i didn't have a hysterectomy so you got to be okay with either not having children or us finding somebody that can be a surrogate and have a baby for us. But if they, if we do that, then she got to live with us and shit, we almost might as well be poly and she be my wife and then you be my husband and mm-hmm. we live happily ever after. Because in my mind, if, if somebody give birth to my child, I want that person in my life for the rest of our lives. You know what I'm saying? So
0: Right, right, right. So you want to date a guy that's not just going to make a good husband, but a good father to your current kids. Yes correct that's sweet I don't know if any man like that exists because all men are trash but um (laughs) again I'm a man basher uh Most guys are uh, definitely
1: have problems and are jerks but there are a few guys here and there that could fit the bill it just takes a lot to find that person and a part of it is waiting and being celibate because a lot of people they meet people and then they jump straight into sex and you don't get a chance to really know who you with because the sex you know dick a blanket you. your pussy could too good a <laughs> nigga just come back because your pussy wet like hold on bitch, this bitch get wet pussy dick
0: <laughs> has literally blinded me like he came on my face it got in my eyes i was like i need a towel can you like
1: see and i I don't like nut that much like i love dick but nut oh my god i'd be like oh my god oh shit oh my god like i love it put it on my stomach but don't put it in my face because it's just so thick it's
0: not in my face not in my hair not in my mouth
1: the consistency (laughs) is just a little thick it's like you well i got post nasal drip so it reminds me of that i love sex i love dick like oh my gosh and then you know
0: if i can't get a facial from the nearby salon i'll just ask the guy to come on my face and that'll be good enough just to clean out my pores a little touch up here really and there, right?
1: listen um. maybe i need to try it i had open my mind up a little
0: you're gonna come out with a nice little glow a nice little blush on your cheek on see the-
1: i need i need some of that i need a glow
0: do you think that if you ever like date a single guy, would you have difficulty disclosing the fact that you're a uh, divorced and with kids? Like, how do you think you would navigate that conversation?
1: I mean, I I I'm a up and open person so as soon as we get together i'm automatically going to want to you know at least establish some type of things because i don't want to waste my time so um the only thing for me is making sure that i when i talk about being divorced that i paid for the divorce because a nigga i mean a person would look at you like well what what the person that i was fucking before he was like well why that nigga leave you like hold on nigga pump your brakes I paid for the divorce. I found that was me. You know, I almost had to pay alimony. So it's more important for me to say that I left and I'm divorced than it is for me to feel like somebody left me. Like Because I, I, I will leave you before you get a chance to leave me if I feel like it's going that way. <laughs> I will.
0: I will fully leave the moment you cross me. I am the judge. Uh, to prove it.
1: It's a, a, a meme that say, don't be a judge, Judy-ass bitch. Like the first time you somebody do something, <laughs> you leave. Listen, <laughs> you don't get to play with me a whole bunch of times because if I let you do something and keep doing it, then you think that it's okay. And it's going to hurt you worse than it hurt me when I leave because I normally give people a lot of chances. I let them, you know what I'm saying, see who, who are you for real? You're going to show me who you are. And then when I'm gone, you're gonna be mad because you're gonna realize, like, damn, she really fucked with me. And now she don't. And I will, <laughs> I, I, I don't have a good or cl- I got a good relationship with my family, but I'm not close to my family. So literally, um, if I can not talk to my mama for years or months or whatever, like then losing a nigga, I mean it, the thing is, is that. I am self sufficient financially. A lot of people are in relationships because they are not self sufficient. So a lot of people stay in relationships because they don't have a choice. You know, they like for men, it's cheaper to keep her, but for women, it's like, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Who's going to do all these things for me? So I get to choose who it's I. It's very codependent. I, yeah, uh, and and a lot of men. This is another struggle more than a single man knowing that I'm divorced or have children. Um, being independent and having my own is going to be hard for some men because some men need to feel like they can control that part. And I don't want that. So I don't have to put up with somebody. This is my favorite thing about my current situation. If I start dating you, liking you, talking to you, and you do something that I don't like, I don't have to put up with it. I can leave because I'm not depending on you. My house is mine. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gave me nothing. I don't feel guilty like... Oh, what well he
0: shoes on my feet. I bought it. The house I live in. I bought it. Yeah, girl.
1: <laughs> Literally. Like, and it is, I depend on me. The best feeling. There you go. The mm-hmm. best feeling because I, I watch women and people who feel like they have to stay with a man that they may not be happy with, that they may not be, you know, and they're they're there because what am I gonna do without them? who am I without them? They don't have no job, no skills, or they, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of guys will date a girl that's homeless or somebody that they can take care of because they need that leverage, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Because if you giving me everything, you can do what you want to. It's just like, I won't let people pay my bills. Like, a lot of women be like, I'm getting this, he gonna pay this? Uh-uh." Because as soon as you paying something, you got think you got something to say you can say something and you can't
0: mm, but girl you know that i would love me a sugar daddy
1: though that's gonna pay I mean, for all my bills i would love one if i could find one then let me tell you something see my dad was old he was like 70 something like re- when he passed away a couple years ago and i'm in my 30s so old man is like ill to me you know but if i could find like i want to be taken care of don't get me wrong i for me to be with a man he almost got to be able to take care of me and himself because, you know, I want to invest my money so that we can grow while you covering a household. But um, I just won't let just any man do it because I'm just so afraid of being controlled or somebody trying to manipulate me or hurt me because now, you know what I'm saying? They want mm. their shit back. And I look, if you give it to me, you ain't getting the shit back. So <laughs> i rather just. I,
0: you want maturity.
1: Safety is a thing for me. I'm overprotective of myself. I've dated a lot of guys or a lot of guys try to talk to me. And I, I'm i just scared to be hurt by a man physically more than I am emotionally because I can recover from the emotional hurt. Um, but sometimes I've, I've known women or men that kill women or attack men. You know, so I'm just... I'm more cautious about that and protecting my children than anything else. Like, I can... If I, if, if I, I can't even say that I'm going to get some dick again. I'm going to find me some dick. If I got to get some, (laughs) I just need some dick on demand for real. Like, but I do want to build with somebody. I I wish there
0: was an Uber eats for dick though.
1: (laughs) A safe one, you know? So, um, right. I want to have sex, but. I want to build too. So that's the challenge. Finding somebody to build with cuz you know, you could fuck somebody but if they not if they don't have no hopes or goals and eventually the what you talking about after sex? Like, I, I, if mm. I'm trying to build with you, I mm. want to pillow talk. But if not, then bad. once we finish, get on up, get on out. You know, bye. like, I used to, the guy right. that I was having sex with, I would not ask him no questions. I was not trying to live. up. He used to be trying to stay. And I'd be like, uh, so what you doing later? Because uh, <laughs> I got to go.
0: <laughs> like You want a guy with a good head between his shoulders, right? Who's got goals, who's able to, like, Except the fact that you are a mom. He's going to be a good father to your kids and a good husband to you. Like, these are the simplest things. I don't understand why men are still so so shit.
1: (laughs) I'm so... um, I'm intelligent I, I have like I learned a lot of information so I also need somebody that's going to allow me to dominate in the business world and you know and and what I do but when I get home he is in full and utter control without being controlling you know what I'm saying like he runs mm, shit mm. but you know he know that I I, I can pull my own
0: yeah He's living his life with you and not around you.
1: Right, and 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 mm. the same on both mm. ends, though, because I need somebody that can teach me something, and then, but I also don't want somebody that I got to coach spiritually. I'm a spiritual um, advisor, like I coach people on the spiritual level mostly, and I don't want to have to do that with the person that's supposed to lead me. In order for me to be able to follow, you got to really be able to lead, because I'm a strong person. Right.
0: Yes, bitch. Get it. Mm-hmm. That's right. See, I can say bitch, but no other straight guy can call you a bitch. Sorry, straight right. guys listening Especially to
1: this. Especially if we fucking. <laughs> 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 something, something about bitch make my pussy be like, are you sure this nigga? You let Bye. me see the right Yeah,
0: your pussy lips just go whoop. <laughs>
1: It's like a vacuum, mm, you know, right and, right. and I got a a nice grip. You you was talking about that blissy look, my grip will my make, gorilla make gorilla it here. <laughs> yeah, oh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like I love it. I've I've had men scream a name before. Like I know what I'm doing with it. You know what I'm saying? So because Girl, I'm skilled.
0: I'm so good, I scream my own name.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> when I masturbate, I do. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because who else is gonna say my name better than me? Um, (laughs) do you think that like divorcees get like um, a specific stigma when it comes to going back out again? Because I feel like when you're dating as a newly divorced person, people are gonna like look at you or like they've already come up with some sort of, I don't know, an image of you. And I feel like it's different for both men and women. Like they're put to a different standard when it comes to dating as a divorced person
1: that's why I said I have to let people know that um, I filed for my divorce because men automatically look at a woman like what's wrong with her and uh, on a man's perspective um most guys like it's cool you know it, it's not as bad when a man is divorced
0: yeah because it's a double standard
1: it, it is it's but it's just like it's not bad for a man to sleep around but soon as a woman sleep around it's a problem now i don't condone like being a slut a super slut but you know like if you have men and you not in cheating like do you <laughs> kind of to an extent you know <laughs> But
0: I will say, though, Casey, I am a super slut because my bussy has superpowers.
1: See, <laughs> the way I love sex, I am. But I'm like in reserve. Like I have friends that have had way more dick than I've had. But the dick that I've had has changed my life. And I have, you know, <laughs> rendered some life changing <laughs> events myself.
0: You're more of a quality dick than a quantity dick.
1: Right. Know? I, I See, but it's the mm-hmm. man because dick, you can get dick like a broken person will have good a dime dick. A dozen. I mean but they they have good dick because that's all they got to offer just almost like a broke female is gonna throw pussy a little bit better than a, a woman that ain't that that's not what they have to lead with you know what I'm saying so when you gotta mm-hmm. lead with sex or lead with that then it it kind of diminishes what else is on the table now that's a bonus if you get some good sex and then you talk to them later and you're like what well, Damn, you all right you're a good ass person you got a good <laughs> head on your shoulders but that's not common most people are not who you would assume if you just look at them like most people would look at me they wouldn't exactly. think um, a lot of people take me for granted or think you know have an opinion about me based on how I look but if you talk to me then you'd be like hmm, she's a little bit more interesting than I would have expected <laughs>
0: Girl, you are interesting. Like this last hour has been so fucking cool and just like getting to know you. You're such a down-to-earth, down-to-earth woman and like I got to get myself to Atlanta and then we're going to go out for drinks and then let's go find ourselves some dick.
1: Listen, I want to go to a um I want to go to a swinger um bar and then I want to go to a gay bar. I'm so scared because I'm not really like I'm like fake gay. Like I find over women. I will tell women how beautiful they are. I will do the drool and emoji just to Of like I like building people's (laughs) confidence, but some bitches really be bad. So I'd be like, oh my God, like if I was gay, I would let you eat my pussy. Come on, girl. Um but I would love to go somewhere so that I could just be in the atmosphere because uh I because of the stigma, I have um, I want to make sure that I am open to accepting people, you know, no matter what it is. Like, I watch it on on um, Twitter and porn, like, activities, but building my comfort leveled up. I didn't realize... Um, A lot of things until I seen it on Twitter because Twitter is the wild wild west of you know the porn. Like I think Twitter porn is better than crevices
0: of the internet.
1: (laughs) It is Twitter porn is better than um porn sites. Like I I used to go on (laughs) Pornhub. I don't even go there no more because you go to Twitter and see some real live action. It's almost better than OnlyFans to me.
0: Yep, yep, I agree. (laughs) How are the men over there though? Because I really need to get the hell out. Of this city and just, like, explore other men.
1: It would be great here for you because um, it is so... It's more difficult for a woman to find a straight man in Atlanta because you don't know who's playing a bench, you know, at the end of the night. Like Are there
0: a lot of gay guys in Atlanta? It
1: is. It is like I would say one of Ooh. the capitals in the nation because it's it's so accepted.
0: Atlanta.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, really. Um down by Piedmont Park, there the the flags are painted in the streets. Like this is a really populated place. Um, so you would have a great time. That's why I want to go out with you. <laughs> but for me, it's a little. And you bit would have more a great
0: different. time over here, girl. We'll get you to Toronto. We'll get you to Toronto. Yes. It is full of just like every single flavor of man that you want. You know, you I love immature, Drake. You mature, old, young, <laughs> girl. Every girl loves Drake.
1: Well, you know. He... Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has my soft spot for light skin because you know I like chocolate.
0: Yeah. I've met him. He's like, you know, eh, I wasn't a fan back then, but I was like, you know what? Okay. I can kind of see why girls like him. Whatever. (laughs) He's fine. (laughs) Oh gosh. Do you have any like insecurities or fears of like getting married again?
1: The only one is that I will end up in a, a relationship, but like my old one, but I really just became open to the ideal of marriage recently. Like I'm, Oh, that's good. I don't, I didn't want to get like, I'm not pressed to get married because I've been married before. I know, you know, like it could go either way. Um, So I would get married if a man proved that I could trust my life with him because of the way that I want to submit, because of how much I want to give and what I come with. Um, but for a long time, I didn't want to get married. Like, I was like, I can find somebody and be in a nice relationship where we have sex and maybe we can exchange keys and alarm codes and you know, really have something. But marriage is That's not
0: serious, little relationship, <laughs> exchanging keys and alarm
1: Ooh. codes, and you know, like. That's more serious than just being married because that means that you're choosing to be in that relationship. Marriage, it seems like an obligation sometimes more than like, I love this person. I want to be with this person.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I think you would make a fantastic lesbian because on the first date, they have a joint bank account right away. Like, (laughs) damn. Yeah, they move in on the first date, girl.
1: I'm scared to date and be a lesbian because if i take my pussy away from men and they act crazy then i can only imagine a bitch falling in love with my pussy and then she'd be trying to kill me because she ain't the woman i want to be with no more and now she's trying to murder me and kill just do something crazy because i don't want to fuck no more so i i, I do listen and i'm gonna be honest with you I would love to experience some lesbian type of sex, but I have to have it like once I get married and have some dick on the side. So when I get finished, I can be fully satisfied, but I watch lesbian porn. So I think it's like the hottest thing, but I want to have a husband and we have big women around and that's like, if you're into each other and that's what y'all want to do, I kind of want a brothel a little bit like, but like a spiritual mm-hmm, place yeah. where people can Sounds come. Sounds like you
0: want an open marriage here.
1: I don't want it to be open. I don't want my husband to really fuck other bitches. I just want, uh, I want us but to be, want the- I want to be able to experience things with him. Like I want him, if I want to have a sex or be intimate with a woman, then I want him to watch over me, make sure that I'm taken care of. Like it's weird. That's a
0: model of open relationships. That'd be, open uh, on my you know, end. He can't do shit. He matters. better yeah. keep
1: his digging his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he can fuck me all he wants. I mean, listen. Open
0: on one end is still open.
1: The thing is, is that I came to this because I was trying to figure out if I get married again, what are the things that break up marriages? So I was like, man, cheating is normally the thing. But if he cheat, like if I fall in love with a man that has a sex habit, I'm not going to leave just because he cheat. Like if he a really good man, then let's go get a woman and then she got to eat my pussy while you fucking her. But I mean, (laughs) we can make something work, you know, like I'll be open to it, you know, but i that's not my preference but i think that when i watch women suck dick together and be kissing and sucking i think that is the hottest fucking thing i want to do that at least one time at Mm -hmm. least once because i think it is very sexy
0: i love it oh my god you are so full of stories and treats i'm like so here for it casey um It sounds like you've learned a lot about yourself through your first marriage and divorce. Like, what are some of the lessons that you've taken away from that whole experience?
1: Um, The biggest thing is to never dumb myself down, never not be myself, but Mm. also to take things a little bit slower so that I can learn people. I have a a real um, good habit of over trusting, like wanting people to be in my life and wanting to help people and build with people like I'm a giver by heart um by nature. And um so I've had to become protective, become a little bit, you know, like detached. Because if not, then I want to give more of myself than a person has earned or than they deserve. And then I be feeling some type of way if they don't live up to the image that I've created about what I want it to be.
0: Mm, oh establishing boundaries. We love that.
1: That was the best thing yes, that I've so. learned um mostly because I mean, I really changed a lot just to make my marriage work. So I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't say nothing. I would, you know, like, it, it made me depressed.
0: You can't be compromising yourself for that. That's mm-hmm.
1: what I learned. That was the key. And the boundaries will help me to not compromise, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. I hope that everybody else hears that rewind it a little bit and listen to it again because that is such valuable advice the
1: boundaries Mm. help you not compromise because once you the thing is when you begin to learn yourself and really love yourself and accept even the bad and messy shit about you then you'll move different you'll move like hold on now i i got too much to offer to just let anybody do me any type of way so now people have to earn their way in like i trust you But I only trust you to be human and trust what you show me. And as we grow together, I either learn to trust you more or trust you less. But instead of just saying, you know what, here is my all, and I'm hoping that you're giving me your all, and then I might not be getting it, let me just, you know, let you live up to what I should expect from you.
0: Mm, Yes. Uh, And I feel like that is just such a great way to end this conversation, because What better way to take away from this than just fucking be yourself. Don't compromise yourself for anyone else. Don't give up your personhood, especially for any man. Ugh, gross. Ugh, nasty. Don't let the dick Um, get you. Oh, my God. Don't get distracted. I know. Don't Don't be blinded by the dick like how I was. Don't get nut in your eye.
1: (laughs) right. The dick will blind you in more ways than one
0: than one. Mm-hmm. Oh my god casey you're so fucking amazing uh you're such an amazing guest i can't get enough of you i'm pretty sure the listeners can't get enough of you either so why don't you make like a butt and plug away anything that you want for the listeners to see any resources that you can refer us to
1: okay well i am on social media you can follow me on instagram with speaking freedom and I have a new Roku channel. I am uploading now all of my content, um, all of the way that I think and all the subjects that I talk about on Roku. I have a Roku channel, Speaking Freedom TV. I am also on YouTube, um, where Speaking Freedom TV. And if you just follow those things, you can go and get my books. I have four books about faith, they come with workbooks on edu slash freedom.org. A backslash shop and you can buy my books and support support support
0: love it and don't you have your own podcast as well
1: I do. It's speaking freedom radio. You can find it on iHeartRadio and all of the major radio. Um, but it is going to be also what's on the Roku app. But the Roku app will actually have a little bit more exclusives. Like I'm going I talk a lot about sex, but because it's so personal, I don't want to put it on YouTube because my children are on YouTube. So I'm probably going <laughs> to be. want people
0: to pay for the juice?
1: Yes, you got to pay. So either my Patreon um, or just going to the Roku app so that it is a little bit more exclusive. If you have to work for it a little bit
0: yeah, perfect I'm going to put that all in the show notes uh, Casey you've been amazing and anyone else that's made it this far into this chaotic ass episode thank you so much for making it this far thank you for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast and I will see you at the next one bye thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me Tim Lagman Music is "Aces High" by Kevin MacLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at @gayslutclown and at @sexedwithtim. You can also like and follow me on the Sexed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support. You dirty little slut. Mwah.